0: Welcome back to Second Door on the Left. This is your host Josh House and the NFL season has kicked off. It is Monday at 6 o'clock. There are still two games to go uh, for week one and those games are the Jets versus the Lions. I have Matthew Stafford winning that game, three touchdowns uh, over the Jets, 21 uh, to 10 Let's go with that score. The Raiders versus the Rams. John Gruden has made some bonehead decisions by trading linebackers over to the Chicago Bear. Uh, we'll see what happens with this, but I'm going to go with John Gruden. I think he knows what he's doing. Be a big upset over the Rams, uh, so I'll pick the Raiders over the Rams in a very, very low scoring game, 14-10. So there are my monday night picks so let's go back to sunday uh yesterday let's look at the nfl let's look at the nfc south picture where i just totally called all the games absolutely wrong uh with thursday night being the home opener for this season week one i picked the eagles uh falcons i picked the falcons actually over the eagles Um, this game was absolutely boring there was an hour and a half rain delay to kick it off Eagles won eighteen twelve, boring game. Julio Jones and and Matt Ryan were phenomenal, but for some reason they could not connect in the red zone, and that was their detriment. That was their downfall. They did not capitalize uh, when they needed to, and I've seen a stat where it said out of the twenty two times they've been in the red zone, Matthew uh, Matt. Ryan and Julio Jones have only connected once in the 22 times. Uh, just, just crazy to think about that. Such a dominant wide receiver, but for some reason they just cannot hook up in the red zone. Also said that the the Cowboys were going to beat the Panthers. That did not happen. Honestly, didn't even watch this game. Was really just kind of hurt from what I watched previously before this game, uh, and I'll get into that. But Panthers over the Cowboys, 16 to 8. Like I said, didn't watch it, didn't care about it. So that's that's that one. And the Eagles, Falcons, and then the game that surprised everybody in the NFC South was Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was a all-star in this game, 48 to 40 over the Saints in the Superdome. I mean, the Saints defense looked like they couldn't even stop anybody. Uh, the the running by the Buccaneers, the passing by the Buccaneers. I mean it was just ugly all the way around the saints looked dominant in the first half just like the buccaneers did but yet the buccaneers defense held up and it was just crazy uh 48 to 40. i mean the score was a lot worse than it came out to be the buccaneers were dominant in this game saints have a lot of questions to to be answered and here they go again starting off uh the season five straight seasons uh, with an 0-1 record, and they, they need to be careful because they could start 0-2, um, but we're just going to ride the Saints. I mean, still ride them. They lost their first two games last season and then made it all the way to the NFC. Almost one game away for the NFC championship game. Uh, I think Ingram coming back from suspension is going to help. Still got a little bit for that, but I think the Saints are gonna have to figure out what they're doing on defense. Like that's always that used to never be the case, and now it is a huge case. So Buccaneers over the Saints, just crazy. So we go up to uh, Indianapolis. We see the Bengals over the Colts, thirty-four to twenty-three. Did not watch any of this. Uh, Was glad to see. um, Oh my gosh, Andrew Luck back on the field. He looked good, um, but the Bengals were just. Way too dominant. The Bengals and the Ravens play this coming up Thursday, so we'll see how that goes. But the Bengals won 34-23. The Ravens absolutely crushed the Bills. Uh, Buffalo had no chance in this game, 47-3. That was just, I mean, that's almost like a high school score. Um, Ravens looked dominant all the way around uh, from start to finish, 47-3. I mean, wow and that's honestly how i felt watching the buccaneers play the saints even though the saints were putting up points i felt like i was a bills fan with the score that happened in the dome i mean seriously so the texans and the patriots this game was a really good game to watch i was flipping back and forth uh the patriots do pull it out gronk comes back out gets a touchdown uh fun game to watch but of course i was heavily invested into the saints buccaneers um, but Patriots, of course, start their season 1-0 again uh, over the Texans. The Vikings over the 49ers. Now, <laughs> now the 49ers went, hired their quarterback, gave him a huge contract. He was 7-0. Well, now he's 7-1. and Vikings looked pretty good uh, 24-16 over the 49ers. Uh, we go down to Miami. Miami over Tennessee. Uh, the Titans, man, once again, they just seem like they cannot – get anything together Dolphins win 27 20. Uh, Now I will be honest I did not watch any of this game uh, so I had no no care in the world for what was happening down there in Miami but good to see the Dolphins win Jaguars over the Giants 20 20 to 15. I really thought the Giants were going to start off a lot better than they did uh, but just didn't Jaguars pull off uh, a very good and it like for me it looked like everywhere in the country it was raining everywhere like all the games i was watching it was raining this game included but uh the jaguars did pull off the victory 20 to 15 let's go ahead and just keep going down and then we'll come back to this game that everybody is talking about uh the chiefs versus the chargers 38 28 the chiefs, um, did not watch anything. Can't even tell you what happened. Didn't even watch Center last night, so I have no idea what I need to be saying about that game. Just that's the Chiefs, 138-28. The Redskins over the Cardinals, 24-6. Uh, and then the game last night, uh, the Packers over the Bears, I thought the Bears had that game wrapped up in halftime. I think it was 17-0. Um, it looked like Aaron Rodgers was injured, comes back on one leg, and wins the game, like the final drive. I mean, there was a couple of bonehead decisions by the Bears uh, in this game of clock management, and they just could not pick up a first down when they needed to. They couldn't couldn't get a field goal. They couldn't do a lot of things when they needed to. And uh, what happens is, is Aaron Rodgers finally got his game-winning drive that cemented him as, um, I guess you would say, a top fantasy player quarterback which I'll be honest I hate Aaron Rodgers don't like him at all I have never liked Aaron Rodgers hate his commercials hate everything about him Um, as a football player I'm sure he's a great guy but I just I I don't think he's the best Uh, and I don't think Tom Brady is either Um, I think Drew Brees is by far the best quarterback uh, right now playing in the NFL Uh, he's just you know defense has got to do something so 24-23 Heard that that game was great. Saw a lot of things about that. The Broncos go in and win their first game against the Seahawks, 27-24. Uh, another good game. And then let's just camp out on this one, okay? The Steelers versus the Browns, okay? So the Browns have done absolutely nothing all last year. Uh, they, they could not win a game the entire season. Steelers looked like they were going to win this game, and then all of a sudden the Browns started playing some football in the fourth quarter. Tied it up 21-21, going to a 10-minute overtime, and uh, neither team. Browns had an opportunity. They picked Roethlisberger off um, about a minute, 40 seconds left. I was watching this game after the Saints game. I was watching it, and they had an opportunity to drive down the fields, put up a, a field goal. The field goal was blocked. It was a horrible, horrible chance anyways. The rain was really bad in this game as well. But this is the point that I think even uh, Stephen A. Smith came up. Like, why in the world do we play in 2018 to a tie? Like, I I am totally not a fan of the ties. I think if you get past 10 minutes, then you need to go on the 30-yard line of each opponent. And you get a shot, and you get a shot. Like, seriously, that that rule needs to change because – It's just nuts. The Browns played everything, and you just saw, like, in the fans, like, oh, my gosh, this is our opportunity, and it just was not there. And a tie, honestly, to a lot of Browns players and a lot of their fans is a loss, and they all said that. So it's just crazy to see the Steelers just lose that uh, game or tie the game, but they need to fix that rule because it's just crazy. So what we're going to do is i will give you my picks on tuesday or wednesday of this week about the upcoming nfl uh, games and then also give you college predictions man what a week in college football uh not very many games to talk about uh the two games i want to talk about is of course the florida kentucky game congratulations kentucky the first time since 1986 that you beat florida congratulations first time since 1972 that you beat them There in Gainesville. So, I mean, that was a huge victory. And it was even sweeter to see Dan Mullen just look like a complete idiot again. Uh, I was very excited that he did not win that game. Uh, Kentucky came out strong. And you think the supporters down at Starkville were upset. Man, I'm sure Dan Mullen is sweating this week uh, with his – man, that was just crazy to see them lose against Kentucky. That just does not happen. Doesn't happen at all. The next game is – Texas A&M versus Clemson. Jimbo Fisher doing some great things over at Texas A&M. The thing that I was just upset about with Jimbo Fisher is that if his defense could actually tackle instead of go for home run hits in the first half, that game would have been totally different. There was multiple multiple drives for Clemson that they were third and 15, third and 13, and yet they would pick up uh, the yardage that they needed because of Texas A&M's lack of tackling. Now, of course, there was multiple things in this game that could have gone either way, but for them to almost come back and win was amazing. Multiple things. That was a great game to watch. It was just aggravating to see Clemson get out of a College Station with that win because, man, Texas A&M looked like they were going to win that game hands down. Uh, so great games. Everybody in the SEC did really well. I don't know of anybody that lost. If they did, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I will say that I did watch um, the Mississippi State game. Mississippi State looked dominant again. uh, Good victory for them. Great victory uh, against Kansas State. And then, of course, Ole Miss, man, they almost had a slip up in that first half, but the depth chart did come through in the second half. The defense looked absolutely horrendous in the first half quarter they actually were losing going into half um, but they pulled out and won pretty handily 71 to i think 41 or something like that so uh that was a that was a wake-up call i'm sure for luke uh coach matt luke and uh that whole old miss side so guys that will do this show Uh, 12 minutes talking about nfl and uh, college football there's a lot more coming up in the next couple of weeks uh, with uh, Second Door on the Left. So thank you guys so much for supporting, liking us, sharing us, and listening. I want to give a huge shout-out to my brother Drew. As we are trying to do these podcasts together, he's being very gracious because where I live, obviously, internet does not. Uh, so it's hard for me to be able to do them like we have in the past, but we will get together soon and do them together. So signing off here from the Second Door on the Left studios. This is your boy Josh House. Thank you for listening. Talk to you guys soon.